Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll, I'll have what a, do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. You, no, no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline. And deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 165 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in my garage, Charles Headland. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? We're going to have to come up with a name for the garage. I know. You know? It's just, it's fitting. We have to come up with a name. I mean, this is going to be our new area, per se. At least until it's warm. Right. And then I'll move this down there. So, Yeah. So this is like a second. This is heated. Rack Shack, Rack Shack 2.0. Rack Shack 2.0. <laughs> oh, man. The garage barrage. <laughs> the garage. So what's up, buddy? Not much, man. What's happening? Nothing, man. Just it's, excited to be podcasting. Yeah. It's a new year. Uh, it is a new year. How about that? 2024. Holy shit. I know. Dude, that's wild. Honestly, it's wild. I feel like I was born a million years ago. Oh, yeah. You and me both. <laughs> It just it doesn't seem real yet. No, it I doesn't, mean, huh? We're only a few days in, but dude, December was quick. Was, we man. had our uh, you know our rifle season went through December. Our late season just started. It's kicking off. It's going right now. Uh, I haven't been back out for deer, but I, I'm planning a trip up the up the camp this weekend. So. I can dig that. I yeah, can we'll dig see. that. I did get out for a little small game hunt. Didn't see any. Yeah. It's kind of a weird period of. Uh, the year right now we're getting weird weather it's been we kinda, are getting kind of weird weather yeah, aren't we it's been warmer we've been getting a lot of rain it's just been like nasty it's like we've we've had like these couple of like cold spells but other than that it's like that first cold spell we had like seemed like it lasted forever and then it just got warm yeah and it's been warm and then yeah. this week it's back to being cold yeah we had a couple inches of snow for what like 24 hours yeah something like that we're supposed to be getting some snow again i heard about this that. weekend i guess but We'll see That'd what happens. Cool. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I don't have a muzzleloader, so I'll probably just end up bringing my bow and walking around for Word. the most part up there. It'd be nice to get out again. Yeah, man. It's been too long. Uh, I did get out. Is that a few weeks back now for uh, the last one of the last gun days in Ohio? Mm -hmm. They had a bonus gun day, and I hunted. Uh, I saw a, a doe. That was it. Yeah, you were talking about how like you weren't seeing a lot of sign and everything yeah. like that, which is kind of a bummer. I mean, there's a lot of people there, which I probably should have expected in that spot. You know, it doesn't get a ton of archery pressure, even though it did this year, got a little bit. But man, it, I mean, those cars were just piling in, but nobody came anywhere near me. There's nothing wrong with that, man. So I figured I was in a good spot. There was there was a little bit of shooting, probably five to eight shots all day. But, you know, it's it's not like rifle season here. I mean. Then again, granted, you go out, what, one of the last weekdays of rifle 
that's tough. You're not going to hear a whole lot of shots then either. No. You're really not. Guys aren't going to be out there moving deer around. Right. That's kind of one of those things where you hope that they start to, you know, maybe fall into that lull of they're like, oh, maybe gun season's over mm-hmm. and move back to their normal movement a little bit. But you got to kind of find those pockets, really. Yeah. Especially on public land. I yeah. Mean, private land, sure. You have a food source. You haven't been pressuring the deer. It's going to be a lot easier on you. And even that's not the easiest in the world. But I am happy to say that a couple of the deer that were on the up-and-comer list are still out there, still kicking. One lost a side already. Oh, yeah, so. broken or just dropped? I think it dropped. It's a full side off, but I don't know. They've been they've been tussling a little bit. Well, you never know, though. You, you just don't. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's you know January and they've been fighting a little bit. It was uh, what right around I think Christmas time. I, I was sending out some pictures of bucks just sparring. Yeah, it's it's funny. But it's still happening. I haven't been seeing a whole lot on my cameras, man. Some does and some really, really small bucks. I haven't yeah. seen a good deer on camera since uh, two days after gun season. And oh. I haven't seen him since. So Yeah. Yeah, there for a few days during gun season, a couple of them, man. Bruce, he was showing up in daylight. And I'm like, can you just go disappear? Just go lay down somewhere, somewhere man. <laughs> Seriously, man. Like, calm down. And then there was a guy on the property hunting it for a couple of days. We didn't see much after that. And then he was gone and all the deer came back about well, a week later. That happens, man. So nothing wrong with that. Hope no. I mean, is is he still alive? Is it Brucey that you saw? Or is Brucey was alive. Junior's okay. alive. Oh, nice, man. So those are like two bucks that were, they were right there on a on the list of would be super pumped to kill him this year, you know? But this but coming next year is going to be. Mm-hmm ridiculous apple neck is still alive that giant weird <laughs> seven pointer yeah he just looks like he's got apples lodged in his throat <laughs> <laughs> such a big deer dude i'm just upset like the uh that mutant deer that one that crazy one from two years oh, ago. oh yeah he never showed back up uh, i'm not sure where he went or if someone killed him or whatnot but he, might have got you killed. he was pretty cool he was huge <laughs> he yeah was super cool deer, man it's it's neat you know, it's neat following along and having a story with different deer. That's kind of cool. I would agree. I it's would not agree. something I'm used to, that's for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I did turn all my uh, cameras are all off for now. I'm done. I still got mine on. Stuff. Oh, here we go. Worried about it. You got somebody calling in. From Newcastle. Unknown right. caller. Well, let's, let's pick let's him see up who right it is. Now. Hey, you're on the White to Distraction Podcast. What's going on? Can you hear us? Oh boy, something's not right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. How about meow? Can is you hear one, us? Is this the White Tail Distraction Boys? <laughs> this is the White Tail Distraction Boys. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I, I I just wanted to call in to talk about a favorite moment of mine from the season. Uh, would you quit with the accent? What's what's your favorite? <laughs> uh. It was the look in your eyes uh, last week as I came down from the top of the hill. I charged up to uh, shoot a pheasant. That was that was my fav- favorite moment of the season. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you did that. So this which, is which spoiler alert? I yeah yeah. Go ahead, tell the story. Yeah, what happened? No, I was just gonna say it. Just the spoiler alert was I didn't shoot the pheasant. I chased after. Yeah, you didn't even sorry find it at all it was the last minute of last wow. light and you go running up the steepest hill in the world to try to kill a pheasant for no reason at all he's a champion okay? he squawked Listen, at man, us though he squawked at us 
listen, when you're on your way out walking out of the game lands and all of a sudden you just hear a little, oh, 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 and it's like 150 yards vertical <laughs> and you look at you, the person that you're there hunting with who was Chuck and he just was defeated, had no life in his eyes. His dog, it wasn't even a dog that evening. It literally just, it, it just like walked around. It was more of like a parakeet that came out <laughs> into the game lands with us. And sometimes you just have to take like the entirety of the hunting trip on your shoulders, like I did. And I looked at him and I said, remember me? And then I ran up the hill as fast as I could, which wasn't fast. No. It was very slow and I was out of breath the instant I started. couple breaks. But I did make it to the top. Yeah. There, there might have been a few stops on the way up the hill, but <laughs> I gave it the old San Juan charge. So for anyone out there that doesn't know, who the idiot on the other end of the line is. Uh, <laughs> look back uh, two episodes, to be exact, yes, Brian Savelli, and uh, he's back. So, you know, I'm going to blame that I had a dog and I couldn't go after that pheasant. That's That was my, like, you know, he was already leashed. Um, he was by my side. He was well, pretty The, the pretty thing pooped. was, is, is what, what you have isn't a dog, though. We just, you yeah. have to make sure that you clarify that for everybody. It's a more dog like a is cat something that actually leash. hunts. yeah. Well, well, no, cats, yeah, maybe cats not a cat. Hunt. They, cat. Yeah. Cats kind of hunt things too. I would say it's more of like an idly sitting by hamster. Like a a good guinea pig or something. He's like Yeah, he's like a he's like a a slightly larger longer-eared guinea pig. He could be a ferret. Poor Jackson. I know. <laughs> no. My poor dog, man. No. You know, the, He's no, getting. Ferret, he's gonna be fine. Hunt too, probably. We didn't even see anything. Okay, we walked yeah. around the entire game lands. We didn't see a single thing. Okay, so we don't even know if the, there was a rabbit there. We we know there's about ten different dead pheasants along the way. They were all coyote we food. <laughs> oh yeah, we we did see a lot of coyote casualties, unfortunately. Yeah, but <laughs> it was a good day to get back out. We were just talking about it. Um, it was nice to be back out yeah. in the woods. Hey, you coming up to yeah, was, uh, camp with me this weekend? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to bring the bow trying to, out. Trying just... to seduce me to the to the big woods, huh? I think it makes sense. There's a lot of deer up there right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That sounds tempting. I think, yeah. him, I think he's tempted. Yeah. I, I, he'll be good. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. What are the little sprinkles on top? Send him some mm-hmm. sprinkles. I give him a cherry up top. Real hey, when is, your, when, when is your... When is your co-host going to come out and hunt with us? Like, I, he hasn't hunted with me technically yet. Uh, I haven't ever been invited with you, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, awesome! What are you doing? Well, listen, this I keep trying to get Chuck out sometime the, in the evenings to just go out for an hour and a half to just go try to kick up a, a rabbit. So, if, if you're more than welcome to come do that, currently, that's that's the only thing we have on our agenda. Well, you you gotta call me, and uh, I can maybe come. I can maybe not. Depends if I'm watching my kids or not. I would join you guys this weekend, but I can't. I have a birthday party Saturday morning for my cousin. Uh-huh. And then my wife is hosting a girl's party Saturday Oh, I heard night. about this. So I'm kind uh-huh. of stuck. I gotta, I'm on daddy duty. I can at least vouch for the girl's night. I can vouch for that one. I am going to go up, and I'm going to sure? make you very jealous. And this is the cherry on top. I'm sure you for, are. For Sibeli. We're going to go to the camp. I am going to bring the brand uh-huh. new white tail addiction. Oh, adrenaline. Sorry. Ooh. I knew what you were talking Whitetail about. Adrenaline. Oh, DVD <sighs> uncuffed 17 hours Ooh. of raw, wow. real 
footage. Here's the problem. I wouldn't hunt. I'd sit there for 17 <laughs> hours and watch the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to I say, like, wait. we could probably just stay here and watch that on TV instead no. of, like, driving up there. No, we're going to go up there and we're going to watch it up there. It has, to, it has to be done. That's where I've watched all my White Hill Adrenaline DVDs. So awesome. So... I can't break tradition. Oh, I just saw that came in the mail for you, too. Oh, oh that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am jealous. I can't wait. It's going to be good. Good. Mm, well, I, I kind of like that as an idea. I can put that in my little memory bank here to think about uh, plans. And it's supposed to snow, so we should have snow up there. It is. Which makes things Could be sick. extra spicy. Oh. Oh. Yeah. little snow. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll think about it. Okay. Good. Hey, uh, what what you got any updates since the last time we had you on? Been a couple weeks. Any updates um, in the woods? I'm sitting here in a in a in a new uh, scree jacket that Ooh. I probably purchased since the last time I was on. We yes. call that a scracket. <laughs> do you know which one yeah, it is? I'll call it a scree jacket. <laughs> do I do I have to do I have to name drop for you? It's like the 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 hard rabble or the, the <laughs> hard rock or something what they call it? uh it's the ptarmigan first off <laughs> oh yeah yeah, that thing. yeah ptarmigan oh yeah, yeah 850 down jacket nice plug i got one right here so yeah do you. so do i <laughs> i mean i've i've luckily not snagged it on anything yet i've actually worn it as you're semi supposed to mm-hmm. uh I haven't been like just running around like a maniac in the woods with it on, like chasing after things and getting it like ripped off of my body. So it's it's still holding on uh, pretty pretty well so far. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. don't do it. Wear it under your under your normal shell layer. That hard scrap. Yeah, yeah. That I kind of figured that out. Yeah. yeah. Well, the nice part yeah. is too. I mean, I've I've snagged mine now a couple times on my metal fence on my duck pen, and I finally did have a littlest tiniest little tear on it. After about the third time snagging it on warranty, no, I'm get good. a new I, one. I, I ain't worried about it. Okay, dude. It, it, dude, I'm telling you, it was like the the end of this pen. Oh, it's a little pinhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about it. Okay, I actually have that that tape stuff, whatever it's called. I can't remember. It, Graybeard suggested. Yeah, uh, I can't show it to you. It's on this side. Oh, well, but I put okay. that tape on there, and you can't even tell that there was a hole over there. Here, I'll show you. See. It was right there. Oh wow! Yeah, you can't see it. Crawling through legit. That's and that was wire like I do. Actual hole. (laughs) Yeah, don't crawl through wire and no jaggers and everything else. Hey man, listen. When when you hear when you hear pheasant calling to you from the other side of any sort of wire debris, you just you do what you have to to get to them. Okay. How many pheasants have you killed this year? Right. I mean, there's always more pheasants. (laughs) How many? Now keep now keep in mind, I don't use dogs, and I just walk around aimlessly and kick. But I think I've got seven or eight. That's actually pretty, pretty respectable, good. man. It's pretty good. I have zero. Which I'm pleased with. How many did you miss? What, what's your I shooting missed, percentage? I missed it. I missed four, I believe. Oh, you're you're doing pretty it's good. Not bad either. Yeah. Uh, what are you shooting them with? In a, four, four pheasant and a rabbit. Okay. I'm hey. So that was the the rabbit was the other night, and it was just me by myself, and it it backdoored like. On the other side of this tree, I kicked, and I was like, "No shit, that's a rabbit!" And I just didn't even bother shooting it. <laughs> we gotta start shooting a twelve gauge instead of a red rider BB gun, man. Yeah, it's a lot harder to hit them. Whoa, 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 whoa! Come gun. on now, take it easy, huh? Hey, what are you shooting them with? Papa's. Re- I'm shooting them with a fucking over under with full turkey chokes. What is it? Isn't it an H H K H C K H C K? What is your gun? Easy, come on, man. That's it. I don't fucking know. 
Nice. CZ Swamp Reaper. If you would have said it the first 14 times I asked you, I wouldn't have had to go struggling. Jerk off. Well, I don't I, need, I don't appreciate you making fun of them, that's all. I wasn't. Yeah. They're quality gun manufacturers. I got a buddy who's got a CZ Reaper Magnum. Nice, and it's a sick uh, I think gun. That I might be the same one. I think I just completely, yeah, I think I just butchered the name of it because there's two versions of it. There's one that's like a waterfowl version, and then there's the Reaper Magnum that's like the turkey one. That's the one I have. Yeah, it's the Reaper Magnum. Yeah, that's what he's got. It's a nice I'll gun. I'll tell you what, it definitely nice. cuts fucking, it cuts pheasants clean in half with fucking full turkey chokes on there boy what are you shooting turkey chokes he's for? an idiot i've been telling him buddy buddy <laughs> you got no wonder you're missing birds right. first of all you need to get some modified chokes nah. for that bad boy he's shooting like nah it came with five caliber chokes. rounds of these things you threw them away he didn't throw them away no okay. i didn't throw them away but right. i just i refuse i refuse to shoot little tiny tiny ass pellets into these birds i want to <laughs> shoot literal marbles at them oh well you know, you do you, boo boo. <laughs> he's put. He's got a double up buck shot in there. Some slugs. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Shooting boom, slugs boom. out of your turkey check. Say bye bye oh, to your gun. Good lord. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Oh, I got my. the reload down. That's all that matters. There you go. There you go. Man. Oh man. All it's... right. Well, I'm gonna let you guys alone. I'm tired of both of you, and uh, I'm gonna go back to watching TV. All right. We appreciate your call. Never do it again. Thank you, caller. Okay. Love one. you. Bye. Love you, <laughs> what a clown <laughs> that guy oh man that's a band caller yeah you can't oh, band call you should have done that oh <laughs> that would have actually been really funny <laughs> oh my gosh well, that's cool all right yeah. well we took our first caller we didn't get through all of our bs in the beginning why don't we just you know do a little shout out to the people that take care of us real quick i think we kind of did one a little bit there yeah i think it only makes sense we're talking about scree we're talking about this time of year. Obviously, the heart, the uh, ptarmigan, top 850, but I just got in the mail. Well, technically for Christmas, the ptarmigan vests. Ooh. And I love that thing. Yeah. It brings all the heat to the core of your body, but your arms aren't, you know, restricted. Yep. And, and that's not to be said that they are in the jacket because they're not. They're not. Like, this is my everyday wear jacket I have in green, and then I have a hunting jacket as well and the solace love them both but i love that jacket so much i was like i have to have that as a winter jacket and that's when i got it in the green that's pretty sweet yeah dude it's beautiful i never wear more than like a t-shirt or mm-hmm. a white shirt like what i'm wearing right now underneath this thing yeah it could be 20 degrees out you're just nice and warm yeah. keeping that core i'm typically i'm sweating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go no i do love these things and I was actually talking to Mikey Fennel earlier, and he was out in the woods today because they cut some uh, cut some corn on one of his properties. And he was rocking the freaking Guardian tonight, man. Such a good jacket. I was like, dude, I love that coat so much. Mm-hmm. I, the way I explained it to him is, it's like as soon as you put it on, if you're if you're cold and you put that bad boy on, it's like a hug from a furnace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like... It's like the sun <laughs> just got a million feet closer. <laughs> it's, it's, they are. They're really, really freaking warm man Dude, the guardian is a badass jacket and you know what i i'm gonna go off on a tangent here Tan- what is it yeah a tangent yeah i'm gonna go off on a tangent i see a lot on like social media and people talk about what is a good jacket cuts when does this does that i'll tell you what i was in ohio with this jacket on the other day mm-hmm. with the regular hard scrabble vest 
and just the 300 merino long sleeve. It was about 28 degrees, something like that in the morning. It was pretty damn cold. So solid. Wind was blowing hard, 14 to 16 mile per hour, steady with some gusts. Dude, I'm sitting up there, and the first thing that came to mind was, what are they talking about? Like, I have this jacket on with that underneath, and I am not cold. Like, that wind is hitting me, and I'm not feeling the wind penetrating through the jacket to my body. Like, it just doesn't get to your core. So, I just don't get it. Like, this paired with the hard scrabble. Well, that hard scrabble's got some pretty solid wind stop in it. So, yeah. that's kind of, that's where I like to go. I like to have this, obviously, as like your insulation layer, but... There's so many times, man, I can get away without not even wearing this, honestly. Yeah. Just the hard scrabble, wearing like the jacket, and I wear the vest, obviously, because I love it. Mm -hmm. And if I need to take my, usually don't wear my coat in. Right. And I wear that on the outside, and like some 300s or some 150s under it. Dude, that's it. So man. warm, man. That's it. And you're not bulky. No. You know, it's, I don't know. I love it. I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, if you have those two pieces and you're saying that the wind's cutting through you, that wind's probably blowing hard enough. You should not be out hunting. That's definitely possible. <laughs> I mean, well, how hard does it have to blow and how cool does it have to be? Like, what in the world? But I will say I am going, I'm looking forward to the vest upgrade, even though I love that hard scrabble vest with, and I'll probably still wear it more in most situations mm -hmm. because of that range of temperature that we typically get. Yes. But man, that ptarmigan vest is going to be such a clutch move, especially with the hard scrabble jacket. I would because agree. the hard scrabble jacket is a little more form fitting on the arms, anyways. It is like those sleeves fit tighter, which I love because of archery. I mean, you don't want that bulk in your sleeves. You don't you want don't. any of that puffing out. You don't want to be Joe, right? You don't <laughs> want to be Joe smacking, you know, your arm off your string on fifteen shots in a row. But I will say, I am looking forward to that vest. Oh, for sure, man. Big time. For sure. Big time. But, I think that's going to be awesome. Use yeah. code WDP20 for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, and find our link in our link tree on our social media accounts. Yep. Click on there. There should be a link right on there for uh, for Scree. It'll lead you right to the homepage, and you can make your purchases. That just allows them to know that we referred you. It's a referral link. You can still use our WDP20 and get your 20% off your first purchase of, you know, non-sell non-outlet items yeah yep very cool yes sir next one you want to talk about <laughs> vip archery vip archery man might have to put some commanders into uh the field of play here this weekend oh this weekend i'm so jealous that you're going to watch white tail adrenaline yeah, and going to camp. i know dude <laughs> i've been looking forward to this that i haven't even taken the dvds out of my bag yet oh. but i will say i have taken the commanders out of the bag and they are sharp and ready to kill oh man that's awesome they like I, i've said it every single episode they are the baddest broadheads in the business man they are just yeah. so awesome they're wicked sharp they hold up to like i don't know how many animals did you shoot with that last one i want to say more than that i want to say i was almost in if not double digits i was damn close to double digits with that broadhead. yeah that's that's bananas try and yeah. do that with another four letter broadhead i'm just dude there's no way there's a lot of broadheads out there that even after all them shots, you're replacing, you know, you might be replacing blades and components and, you know, structural integrity to the broadheads. I will say up to a dozen animals. I have never had an issue with those broadheads. Um, that's insane. You know, the other one, maybe eight, nine. And eventually you have to retire a broadhead. I Absolutely, mean, it's just going to yeah. happen. Yeah. But that is, and that's like 
shots in hitting an animal. Not to mention how many times I probably missed. <laughs> Throwing it right in the dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> off of rocks, limbs, whatever. Um, they are one of the toughest. I can stand behind those broadheads forever. They are one of the toughest I've ever shot. I love when people ask me what broadhead I'm shooting, and I'm, I'm proud to say VIP archery. And the first thing I tell them about how it works in the technology, they just like you can see it in their eyes. They just blow up like, holy shit, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> they are. They're, they're freaking. Definitely. Uh, definitely looking forward to hopefully man, maybe getting a deer number seven with one. Dude, that would be that'd be pretty sweet, man. That would be definitely pretty sweet. I don't know if not. We got next year. We do have next year. Speaking of next year, yeah, well, this, I guess this, this year, year technically. Damn, next this season. year technically, it's coming up. Time to maybe start thinking about planning out some food plots and stuff, Ooh. man. That rolls right into the next one. Back forty seed. Use yeah. code distraction ten. I don't know if it's going to work now. Is it? Does it? Was that till the end of the year? Distraction ten works. The free shipping. Ah, right, that's it. Yeah, yeah, until yeah. the end okay. of the year. Okay, so you can still use distraction ten, and you get your ten percent off. I'll tell you what, back 40 seed, we did their food plots this year. I was very impressed. Very impressed. It's it's good stuff. I'm going to definitely get their clover for, uh, for some frost seeding. I can dig that, man. I think I'm going to uh, venture into the food plot game this year. Nice, nice. I have a spot. I'll, I'll show you what I'm, what I'm thinking about. I think it could be pretty sweet. I'm going to have to put up some sort of screen, which I do believe they do have a product with a screen mm-hmm. um, capability in it. So I'm going to do some sort of a screen, and I'm going to do um, – relatively large food plot relatively large relatively I'll tell large. you what i did see like six deer in your front yard that one time after leaving here your backyard you, just saying bro i'm tearing up my whole yard I would, <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm kidding i think you, you, you would have to cut your grass less you just do a whole clover plot back what there. if i just wrecked my yard and just planted clover Full back 40 clover, clover. wow <laughs> I'm wow, just, don't give me any bad ideas. It's not a terrible idea. I mean, like I said, you cut your grass less, you attract more animals, maybe deer, and you could put a tree stand in your own backyard and hunt more. You know what's happening? Mm-hmm. I'm cutting down that one tree in the backyard this this spring, and I'm taking the Harley rake, and I'm, I'm wrecking a lot of my yard because I'm going to regrade it. It's all going to be dirt. Yeah, well, there you go. Exposed <laughs> soil is what I'm hearing. <laughs> soil to seed contact. Buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> such a bad idea, but such a good idea yeah. at the same time. And and I just figured you'd put a screen up so you didn't shoot your neighbor's house. That's what you were talking about, right? A screen. <laughs> I'm just going to agree. Yes. <laughs> but I'll show you. <laughs> That's hilarious. But that business is out of the way. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I am looking forward to uh, the food plot stuff, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what, since getting into it more and more, like we, we want to do more and more. It's just, it's addictive yeah. in a way. Um, a lot of fun. Some, it's not really hard work either. I mean, it's all good, fun work. Yeah. So I don't know. We might have to go in and do another uh, cut out at uh, Sam's parents. We're going to go in, I think, in uh, maybe a month or so after this do ends. some hinge cutting yeah we're gonna take a look around see what's changed girdling of trees and stuff like that try and get their shoots come out um not that i am aware of um i don't know if he did i was just straight hinge cutting yeah. personally mm-hmm. so uh but we were separated so i don't know if he did or not to be gotcha. honest with you. but gotcha. i'll tell you what it took off really well it seemed to have been paying off these last couple <laughs> of years man big time crazy well i mean we got turkeys back on the property a bunch of turkeys which that weren't there before they were just gone yeah he's had bear come through his property that's crazy yeah and a ton of deer 
ton of deer and some of the biggest bucks he's ever seen. He's killed his two biggest back-to-back years now off over food plot and the since the hinge cut. He's killed back-to-back two biggest bucks. So I'm just saying the proof is in the pudding. It's in the pudding. Uh, but it is to see those results is a lot of fun. So we're going to get in there. We're going to look and see you know, what happened since the last time we cut. Because there were a lot of trails in there that we tried to re-divert yeah. to different areas and just kind of move them and do Which different things. Which you can, absolutely. You put an obstacle in there, you can move mm-hmm. deer with you. I mean, that's not that's not something that I think's not feasible to do. Yeah. So we're going to go check it out and see what's what. And dude, it's almost shed season, too. I mean, oh, really. Oh, that reminds it. me. I did go back to that spot to see if the branchler was a branchler oh look who we got right there hey 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 the branchler was actually a branch by the way it was not a shed i was really thank you for actually going yeah i went back and looked and i didn't want to disappoint everybody by telling them it was a stick (laughs) all right we got a caller number two bring him in all right you're on the whitetail distraction podcast what's up buddy hey guys how's it going not bad man not bad how you been good uh Cole Wolbert, I was on with you guys here a few months back. Oh, yeah, I see who you are. Before the season. Yeah, we have this cool yeah. little thing up uh, on the screen right now with your name on it. So you're you're the first one that we've done oh, these cool. on that we actually knew who was calling beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel perfect. That's good. Caller ID is a wonderful thing. Caller ID is a wonderful thing. Yeah, before it was just popping up at the phone number, and I was like, you yeah, know, this has caller ID. Let's do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. So, what's man. new, Cole? How you been, man? Not a whole lot. Uh, I've actually been kind of bored here lately, so I'm glad to see the opportunity to jump on and do something here. Uh, I actually just had major knee surgery in December, so oh man, geez. I've been recovering from that. Is this a hunting-related accident or what? Or is this just something that's been needed? It was done? not. It's uh, it's something that's just kind of been building up. I'd actually had an injury like back in 2020. Had a surgery in 21 that didn't really fix it and then back in for a bigger one here this December to try to get it fixed up and everything and get her all straightened around. Well, Hey, at least you waited till after deer season. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure that it was going to work out that way. I was actually planning on my season being cut short, but I got the, got the whole thing in. So that was, that was a plus. It's excellent. How was your season? We're kind of doing a, an episode here for more or less a, a season recap. So why don't you uh, break it down for us? Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, knowing that the knee surgery was coming up and everything i kind of knew that going into archery season that it was going to be coming up and uh didn't have a specified date so kind of was feeling the pressure to try to get everything done and season season started off rough i'm not gonna lie uh ended up that had a couple days that it was just on does that i hit and was making high shots they were ducking like crazy at the beginning of the season for me and never really had that happen on that property that I was hunting and ended up that started off pretty rough and, and was really kicking me while I was down and then brought it together and made it happen by the end of the year and actually tagged out in rifle season. I killed my last two does in rifle season, but uh, made four total for the year. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's an accomplishment. I, I know a lot of guys get a pile of tags like me. Don't fill them. <laughs> so that's that's honestly that's a really big accomplishment yeah i mean it was it was a crazy year and the cool thing was i got to got to share that with my fiance as well and uh she ended up she had her best year yet she put three down with her bow alone she didn't even go out and gun season really and 
ended up putting three does down with their bow that we were kind of having a competition. It was like every other week, one of us was killing one, and it was, oh, hey, we're tied again. And then, oh, yeah, no, we're not. I just killed another one. So <laughs> That's awesome, man. And I've been following was, along, obviously, with the Bow Hunting League, too. And, uh, you know, that's why we had you on the first time around. Dude, the statistics coming out of the Bow Hunting League this, this year are absolutely insanity. I mean, absolutely insanity. Oh, yeah. Dude, so much fun. I saw Ben just posted there, I think it was today or yesterday, we've got seven deer over 200 inches under this year. Good gravy. Yeah, and something like, what, over 50, uh, over 170 or something ridiculous? What was it? 55 over 170. I know know two of those 200-inch deer as well. The one was killed early, and it was the number two biggest buck ever in bow hunting league history killed. Wow. And then another guy jumped in and killed one even bigger than that one that he took the number two spot in the same season from the guy. So our number two and number three biggest deer ever were killed this year, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just absolutely wild. So cool. I, I mean, yeah. I was looking at it. My team's uh, – I mean, we're – I think we were number – I haven't looked in a while, but we were like number 25th or something or something. I think we were top top 20, top 25 in, uh, in the team and – I think uh, for does, I was like third place for doe takes as well, which is pretty cool, man. I, I love I love the updates throughout the season, the way he did that on, on social media. That is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's cool keeping up with the updates. You see how everybody else is doing and stuff too, and it kind of keeps you motivated. I know like by the end of the seasons and stuff like that, like I'm dragging. Like I mean, I, I'm putting the time into every chance I get between work and then hunting and squeezing in every little hour that you can. I mean, it, it wears on you, and by the end of the season, you're like, man, I don't even want to go out anymore. But seeing everybody else having success and stuff like that, it kind of motivates you to keep going. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, dude, I but, uh, I love it, man. I, I I really can't get enough of the bow hunting league. It's it's kind of addictive. I love that they've been posting almost every kill, if not every kill, through social media too, so you can see it. It's right in front of you throughout the entire season. Who's killing these big bucks dropping, whether they're in your state, another state. Um, it, it's neat because you start to see even people you know on there, and they're getting posted up. And it's like, wow, they're on the oh, bow yeah. hunting league? I didn't even know. Yep. So cool. Yeah, and it's, it's cool for me, too. Like, a bunch more people, like, from our area and stuff like that, starting to join in and everything and take mm-hmm. a part. And it's just neat seeing, like, some local teams and stuff like that putting deer down and, yeah. and all that. It's, it's a cool experience for sure. I love the local aspect of it for sure. I think that's cool. I uh, I also wonder half the time when I see these deer come up and I, I see them in local posts and then all of a sudden that's like, I wonder if he was in the bow hunting league. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's like right. the first thought that comes through and then boom, there he is, bow hunting league. He's on the post and it's like, oh, good for yep. him. Good for him. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, cool. I'm yeah, curious. The post said, what is your favorite experience from the season? Do you have one of those? I'm, I'm curious. I do. I've kind of got two that are – I've got a few that are running neck and neck for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the coolest thing I think that I did was I actually, for the first time ever that I'm aware of, was finally able to kill deer, a buck, and then a doe that I had on trail camera. Uh, I've – I was lucky. I followed up the triple trophy last year in pretty good fashion. Uh, ended up that I had a buck on trail camera from whenever he was in velvet. I had a couple pictures of him. 
and then ended up i actually had pictures of them three hours before i shot them oh man that i had we're in the same spot all season had daylight pictures of bucks at like four between four and four thirty like three days in a row and on the fourth day i was like you know what i have to be in there i'm get i'm getting into a tree in there no matter what i have to do i ended up i cut my way into a pine tree it was the size of my forearm <laughs> got set up my my saddle platform was actually sitting on a branch was rocking back and forth that i didn't have enough room to actually cam it over a whole lot so i mean it, the whole setup was sketchy i was like i was only like eight feet off the ground tucked into this really thick little pine tree uh my fiance was actually sitting on the ground like 150 yards 200 yards from me and uh i was sitting there as soon as I got set up, I heard some stuff rustling behind me, and uh, I let out a couple of little pending grunts, and probably five minutes later, I heard a real deep grunt behind me, and this freaking buck came walking right down this trail, read the script. He came in falling a little button buck and a doe from right into my lap. I drew back, and of course, he stopped like two steps before he was in the wide open. <laughs> I'm sitting there at full draw, just waiting and waiting, and you guys know that feels mm-hmm. like forever sitting there at full draw. And uh, he finally stepped out. I should have let him walk five more yards because if I would have, I would have gotten my arrow going through him on my trail camera. Wow, that would be cool. It was cool. I shot him at 15 yards, and he ran another 25 and piled up right outside of, right outside of the field just into the into the wedge of the woods there and had that cool experience of, of having velvet pictures of my own the whole way through. I mean, I've had people send me pictures of, of deer that I've killed and everything that they had got throughout the year, but actually having the velvet pictures. And then after he loses the velvet and stuff all through the season, it was, it was cool. That's awesome, man. I think it's, and then I, I think it's kind of cool that you hunt out of a pine tree because I feel like I know probably two or three people that just have a spot that they really love and it's a pine tree and they feel like <laughs> invincible in it because it's just, you have yeah. all this cover, but you have these great lanes. And when you get into it, you just, you feel like you can do jumping jacks and not have anything happen. Yeah. And that's, I'll tell you what, I absolutely love hunting out of pine trees. I mean, if they're in the right area that I've got food and stuff there that the deer are coming to, nine chances out of ten I'm trying to get in that pine tree. The amount of cover that you have in those things is just absolutely insane. And, I mean, like you guys said, like it's almost like you can do jumping jacks in them. I mean, like I said, I was seven or eight foot off the ground, and I had that button buck that come out literally walk right underneath of me. Awesome. Like he was standing right under me as I drew back. Like. Hmm. It was absolutely insane having a deer at four or five yards yep. when you're eight feet off the ground. Sounds like if you would have done jumping jacks in that tree, though, it may have fallen over. <laughs> oh, I would have taken it down, probably. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I was definitely very happy to be getting down early, that's for sure. That's awesome, dude, man. I miss those trees. I've been in I've been in those setups the same as you. Like where every step, if you go too far to the edge of your platform, the whole tree kind of starts to rock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man! When that's, I was laughing because when that button butt came out and he started walking under me, I was doing my best to just hold completely still because I knew that if I leaned too hard, I was going to smack him right in the forehead with a branch. <laughs> like I mean, he was, he was right there. The real question is, if you get the crazy legs, is the whole tree going to shake? Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. I'll tell you what. After I shot and I hung my bow up, the whole tree, like I started looking around me, and the whole tree was shaking. <laughs> and it was. It was wild. 
Oh, that's cool. I got my Christmas tree that I just took down. I might be able to put that out in the woods and hunt in front of me. Dude, I don't have any problem with that. <laughs> I, I'm actually thinking about a spot that I know it's in a thicket, but there's deer trails all through it, but I, I can never hunt it because there's no trees that are big enough. But I remember the last time I was in there, it's probably been five or six years, there was a tree. It almost looked like Christmas tree height, mm-hmm. but it was just super full and thick. And I always thought about putting like a ground blind next to it or something, but trim that bad boy out and just sit in it. It couldn't have been more than eight foot tall, but it was just so wide and bushy. Yeah. Sometimes those are the best, man. You you don't have to get very high either. Just absolutely. It puts a different aspect to hunting though, too, from that height. When you're that close and you're that personal to the animal, I mean, the excitement levels through the roof beyond anything you could ever imagine and like you're so on edge and cool with sand you got to make sure you're on point because any wrong movement or a certain little thing like could throw everything off but at the same sense you're probably still fine because they're not natural that's true man no it's just it's it's in your mind because you're so close to the animal that you feel like you stick out but in all reality they look right through you yeah it's crazy it's like that eight foot to 10 foot off the ground and certain little bushy trees that they I've done. I've been closer to deer in that situation than 25 feet off the ground. Oh, hundred percent for sure. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you, that's what I found here too. I was always one that I was like, Oh, I've got, I want to be that 16 to 20 foot high range. And even with my saddle, I thought about that. And this year, every deer that I shot with my bow, I was no more than eight feet off the ground. I actually, the does that I shot, I shot out of the same tree. The way that the branches and stuff worked, it's a real thick edge with a bunch of saplings. And the only way that I could shoot out of it is if I was like seven feet off the ground, I could literally reach up and I could hold onto the bottom of my platform. I was that low when I was standing on the ground. Unreal, and I had, I, had a, I had a buck chase a doe through at four yards. I shot a doe at six yards out of it. Had another buck come through on my offside that I wasn't even expecting deer to come from. He walked by me at like six or seven yards, never even saw me. Like it was unreal how low you can be and not be seen if you're in the right tree. Bro, you're in a, you're in like Adelaide range. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You yeah. I, you I think that I probably reached out and grabbed him with my rope or something. But... <laughs> <laughs> you need to get you a good spear for next year for that. We need a spear season I thought in Pennsylvania. About Hey, would a spear qualify for the bow hunting league? I don't think so. Nah. I don't. I don't know though. I feel like maybe we I don't need know. to get I, that. I don't think that they would. I think there should be some some kind of exception. You should get bonus points or something. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I want to see those weekly challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spear throw from 14 yards at a three inch circle. That one shot. Yeah, the one shot. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. See who can. Throw. 50 yards with accuracy or something like that that'd be cool <laughs> mm-hmm. awesome. oh man I, I was just at a german uh like new year's eve party yeah it was a big festival up in in harmony and uh well, down in harmony and the what part of the competition that they had running there was a christmas tree throwing competition different yeah three dollars a throw see how far you can throw this christmas tree how far do you throw i didn't throw it come on now. <laughs> yeah no nah, i was <laughs> I didn't throw it. There was a big long line. I was like, I'm not waiting in line to throw a Christmas tree. I, th- dude, it's only like eight feet wide too. Like, I'm thinking the whole time, there's a kid in a stroller. I'm gonna hit this kid. And like, you know, this is madness. 
But it, that's what it reminded me of the spear throwing was the Christmas tree toss. It's awesome. It was so cool. One guy did throw one in the crowd. It was it was the best part of the whole night. <laughs> it went over the feds and hit like three people. Everyone starts laughing. It was great. <laughs> it was cool. I would suggest going to it next year if you guys, you know, have a little bit of time, middle of your day. Go check it out. Four to six. Thank you. Right there in Harmony, Pennsylvania. <laughs> they do their own ball drop at 6 p.m. and everything. It's freaking freaking wild, dude. <laughs> Outside bar. That's like, awesome. It's, yeah, the one dude's got like this giant pot of hot wine that he just ladles out into glasses for you. Nine bucks for a glass of hot, hot wine. wine. And you get to keep the glass. Do you like microwave wine? <laughs> dude, hot wine's good. If you not had hot wine? No, man. Like no. warmed wine? Cool. Can you back me up on this? Have you ever had warmed wine? I have never had it. Dang it. It's it's good. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it, it's got to be the right kind, of course, you know, but uh, yeah, it's good. There was a guy, there's a guy in Pittsburgh every year that sells like warm wines and ciders and stuff. And all you do is you just fill your crock pot up with water, turn it on and put that wine bottle in there. So what you're saying is you're going to go to the liquor store in the summer and just leave a bunch of wine in your car. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, I just went down so many rabbit holes in a matter of, what, 38 seconds? Yeah, that, that was bananas. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now mentally with this this part of the year, like this time just all over the place. It's, it's madness. All good. It's good. <laughs> well, cool. You mentioned that you had a couple of those experiences, man. What, uh, what else you got? Yeah, so that buck was... Uh, it was actually on Veterans Day that I shot that. So that was the beginning of the last week of archery season. And uh, first day of rifle season, I turned around and uh, actually found a pretty unique deer that uh, I had had pictures of. I had one round of pictures of her in the summer and ended up that first day of rifle season, my cousin had, had shot at a deer up on top of the hill from me. And whenever they went down to look for the one that she had shot, it ended up coming down through the woods to me and it was hard to miss. I shot a piebald, wow. just a little doe, but she was completely white. She just had like brown spots down her back and everything. So that one was a pretty cool one. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah. There's actually a, uh, right down the road from us. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. I've seen pictures. You've I have seen pictures seen of it. it? Yeah. Right down the road from us. They actually just posted the property like crazy this year, which I think was smart, but, um, cause it's really small, but there's a full albino right here in our area and it's actually the second year she's been around she didn't get killed last year and no predators got her or anything i actually saw her in the summertime which is pretty wild it's rare to that's see. awesome yeah we've had a couple, we had a couple albinos here over my way on a couple of the farms right here in this area i don't know what it is but it's like every every three to five years we get another albino and uh i've never heard of anybody shooting them and then they just always disappear which being a bunch of farmland, who knows? Maybe they get poached or something. But yeah, uh, never see any pictures of them posted or anything, and never hear of anybody shooting them. So it's kind of kind of makes me wonder whatever happens to them. Yeah, that is a good question. I mean, they definitely have the uh, lower end odds of survival, even with predators and stuff. I mean, they stick out like a sore thumb, right? So everything can see where they're at. They don't blend in very well. But I think also like the albino, full albino. A lot of people are weird about that. Like they, they want to shoot one, and, and even if they do, they don't want to tell a whole lot of people. Sometimes it's it's weird, right? I mean, there's like that whole, 
I don't know, superstition around it and everything else. I mean, like, what is it, seven yeah. years bad luck or something uh, like dude, that? Dude, I don't know. There's all kinds of superstitions running around out there with uh, with uh, albino deer. Like, shoot one, you'll never shoot another deer the rest of your life. And just I, I can shit. tell you that that that's false. I know it's false. My brother-in-law shot one about 10 years ago. Yeah. And the next year he shot, like, almost the biggest buck of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Sam has a full-mounted albino in his, in his house. So he's, and he's killed a ton of deer after that. But, you know, people are just weird. Oh, yeah. That's, as soon as I killed that piebald and I posted some pictures of it on Instagram, I had a, I had a couple guys message me. And the one guy's like, oh, he's like, get ready for all of the haters. He's like, you're going to have guys that rip you up and down for killing this thing. I was like, what do you mean? And then, like, uh, a couple of the hunting pages, like, I think that Hunt Pennsylvania had shared it or something like that. And uh, I had a guy on there that had said, oh, yeah, get ready to, to have seven years bad luck or to never shoot another deer yeah. again. And I'm like, first of all, I heard that for like old albinos. Like I've always heard that wife tale that was seven years back. Fuck. And uh I just commented back to the guy, I was like, All right, I was like, We'll see about that. Stay tuned. And then literally the next week I shot another doe and I was like, Well, that was false. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that one didn't age well for him, huh? I've heard that stuff though too. It's all a bunch of malarkey yeah, anyways. Crack of shit really, but it is. It is. Yeah. What uh? What did you end up doing with that deer, man? Did you get it mounted, or did you you gonna did you cape it out and uh, keep the hide or anything? Yeah, yeah. I took it to the taxidermist, had them cape the whole hide out of it. I'm getting the full hide tanned on it. Uh, I didn't feel like spending the four thousand dollars for a full body mount that I was told it was gonna be. Damn. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I'd probably oh. turn it into a sweet ass cape or something. Wear yeah, that, like wear that bad boy to parties or something. <laughs> That's wild. It's like a table decor. No. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I would do that. Throw that bad boy over like a side table with, with like a buck mount on it or something. Wear it. I would yeah, wear like, it. Turn it into a hat. Or like you build a man cave, like throw it over the back of a couch or something like that. That'd be pretty sweet. Billy Duran. Yeah. Uh is this showing we have another caller calling? Caller calling. Oh jeez. Well, cool. Any uh Anything last minute before we let you go? You want to update us on, man? I'm, I'm glad you called. That was that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. That's that's pretty much how my season's going. Uh, looking forward to next year already, obviously. And I uh, hope you guys finish out your season strong. I thought you guys killed a couple deer throughout your group and everything. So congratulations on those. And Thank you. Hope that the rest of the season treats you guys well and hope that next season does too if I don't talk to you. Absolutely. I'm sure we will be in touch for sure, man. Stay off that no leg. Get healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. You guys have a good one. Thanks hey, for calling in, brother. You too, man. All right. We got another one on the line here. You're on the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Charles, What's going boy. on? Oh, my, <laughs> oh, my man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have Christopher Walken on the line. <laughs> Chris, what's up, man? Awesome, baby. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> I did not know it was going to be Joe when I saw Columbus, Ohio. Dude, I had zero idea who this was going to be. <laughs> I'm so excited right now. I'm not going I'm, to I'm, I'm stay on here long. This is just too good to pass up to prank you. I that called from my wife's phone. I just saw your post. Dude, that is freaking awesome. Yeah. I was like, unknown from Columbus, yeah. Ohio. I'm thinking of anybody i know i was thinking from too Ohio. i was like columbus who could this be <laughs> no clue 
I'm looking through my phone yeah. book. I'm like, because, you know, we were on with Cool right before that. I'm sure, I don't know if you could hear that while you were on wait. But we were yeah, wrapping up I with him, looking. and I'm like, is this? <laughs> I saw Charles. He was start, He started Googling who the number was. <laughs> I didn't Google search I knew you. if I called from my phone, it would, it would pick it up. Mm-hmm. So I was, uh, was a little, yeah. Very conspicuous. Radio, I love it. Well done, man. Well done. Yeah. Hey, what is up, my man? How are you? How you been? I'm good. I'm, I was about to watch a movie with my wife. I was just uh, okay. figured I'd try to prank you guys real quick, but I'm doing good. We are doing good. All right. Well, hey. Doing a lot of pheasant hunting lately. That's about it. That a boy. That a boy. Before you go, though, I need to know, do you have any uh, tentative turkey schedules yet? States? Dates? Yeah, it's pretty. What do you got? I got uh, Virginia, uh, beginning of April. Um then I'm going to Indiana. Then I just applied for Illinois for a tag. I don't know if I'll draw that yet. It'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks. And then uh, after that, New Jersey, and then Washington, Idaho, and Oregon. That's that's probably nice. going to be it. Badass, dude. What, uh, what season did you apply yep. for for Illinois? Do you have to pick a season? You do have to pick a season. It was, uh, what was it? It was like the third. Okay. Third week of April. So I just tried to schedule it whenever I'm out there for Indiana, basically. Right, so right. I'll be only like three hours away from uh, where I have permission to hunt. So good luck. I hope you get it, man. That's the good that's luck. the plan. Yeah, I'll obviously keep you posted. You freaking better, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I, I I will say you you will be excited about this. I gave Charles his Christmas What's present that? today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I bought him a turkey shirt. Yeah, buddy. It was hard for me, but I did it. Song given. <laughs> I know year. it was hard for you. I know. I know how much. Uh, I know how much you hate talking about turkeys outside of April or May. <laughs> no, it's good, man. You're you always welcome to talk cool. about you turkey. Made it, you made it. Yeah, yeah. You say that. You say that now to try to fool your listeners, but let's let's talk. We, let's talk uh, about that Wyoming turkey. We know the truth here. <laughs> Uh, I didn't shoot no turkeys in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man. Got no proof. <laughs> oh, man. Charles. Uh, <laughs> I'll take take that one to the I'll take that one to the to the grave. It's okay. No pun intended. Ah, the real ones know. Did there. <laughs> see what you did there. I love it. I Dirty love it. Dog, you like you. that? Yeah, I did. Well, hey, right. don't fun, keep guys. your wife late waiting, man. That's yeah, it. yeah. Go, go watch your movie. Thank no, you. No, no hey. this wasn't this wasn't supposed to turn into a podcast. I just wanted to, get, you know, Christopher Walken's got to make an appearance on the on the call in the listener call in. So, I love it, man. So pumped, dude. I'm pumped too. Tell Kara that we appreciate you <laughs> borrowing her phone. <laughs> I'm sure she'll appreciate you calling her by her real name and not Monica? Monica. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kara. Thanks, Monica. <laughs> she says hello. <laughs> she just gobbled. Yes, I heard <laughs> it. I was Trust I me, a, I heard I a, that. <laughs> I got a box call from her uncle for Christmas, so I was playing with that earlier, driving her nuts. So, love it. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, boy. Happy New Year. I'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year. We'll see you. See you, brother. See ya. Good lord, freaking hilarious. <laughs> so funny, dude. I was dying. I'm like, dude, seriously, I was watching that for a minute or two when he called. I'm like, 
who the hell is that? <laughs> Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's epic, dude. I'm really loving these call-in episodes. Like, I do, too. I have so much fun with them, man. We got to do them a little bit more often. It's just so nice. Like, Yeah, we could go and talk about, hey, guys, it's late. See, you know, you got to be hunting food sauces, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. But in all reality, wouldn't you rather be doing this? I'd talking? rather be talking to people, man. You don't know who's calling. It's just yeah. like excitement every time somebody pops up. Like, this is real life, run into someone you know at a bar, and this is what we talk about yeah. kind of thing, you know? I like the experience from the season for this one. That's a pretty good one. Yep, yep. I don't know what we're going to do for the next one, but we'll come up with some sort yeah, of Yeah, we'll figure it out. We it. are going to start getting guests back on. I know uh, a few people. We have that... two that we have lined up, but we got to schedule times for them. Yep, yep. And I have uh, potentially another one guy that shot an absolute giant buck in Pennsylvania, not far from my house. And him and his cousin both shot over 150-inch deer on the same property from the same stand. I know. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. I feel like I might. Uh, you've seen the pictures, 100%. They've been all, they were all over social. But The one in West? What? The one in West, Peter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Area. Not that one. Not, yeah. not the 200. I, get, I, I might be able to get him, by the way. I know. I, I would like to because I know. John knows him real well. Okay. The 200-inch deer? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. I was just talking to one of our friends mm -hmm. who who knows where he shot that deer, like to a T, and it's pretty impressive. But um, I was talking about the other day, killed him like Shenango on the on the panhandle. Yeah. Okay. Panhandle. Yeah, on the panhandle of Shenango, China. Shenango, China. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Got him. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Thought I was giving away an actual location, didn't you? <laughs> Idiots. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Oh, boy. But yeah, we will have some guests. Uh, we were already talking some talks about Great American Outdoor Show and who's going to be there and what we're going to do. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't. As of right now, and it's still early, doesn't look like Scree is going to be there this year. So it looks like, you know, if we have a chance to get down there, we may be doing more media type stuff like we did a couple few years back uh, with some videos, dropping some daily content from the show. Which I got some stuff. I really enjoyed doing that a few years back. It's uh, It was nerve wracking, but I'll tell you what, it was a lot of fun. Get it you out of your comfort zone, get you talking to people that you don't normally talk to. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. look what came from it that that last time you know we got some podcast out of it i thought it was cool bought some product so it's fun and, and it's not too too different from what we're doing right here like you're talking to a at one point it's a complete stranger until yeah. you, you know you figure out who's on the other line but it's uh it's a lot of fun man so it, it does look like though we will at least one of us will be there the last weekend of the show so like what is that? The shit I already forgot. Eighth through the eleventh or something, something like that. Something like that. The boys from Whiskey and Whitetail will be down there. Yep. Yep. So it should be a party. Should be a good time. Regardless. Um Whitetail Distraction merch walking around somewhere. Sweet. Repping the gear, baby. Repping the gear, baby. Which if anybody does want hats, beanies, we're selling a lot of beanies right now. It's that time of year. We have those. Just let me know. Reach I can get out them to for us. You. I have uh, a couple are in stock but i mean those things are like hey i reach out to my buddy he makes me them when i need them and i can get them to you pretty quick yep chuck's pretty good about shipping out 
reach out yeah. to him. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, for some reason. definitely. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, I just it's easier for me that I can go ahead and reach out to him, go pick him up from him, and then just throw him in the mail. Like yeah, that. pirate ship is like the greatest thing that's I've I love ever, that I've ever found. I love pirate ship, dude, dude. It saves me so much time and effort in in money. Like it saves them money on shipping yeah, and everything yeah. too. Yeah, it's ridiculously awesome. So. Anything else you got, man? I know we're coming up. We're on like an hour here. Like, yeah, I don't we're know. We're on like an hour. If we've fully done an update here <laughs> on the season, I, I feel like we've kind of already told all of our story between the two of us. Have you told me you shot a deer? No, I haven't. But are you sure? I don't think I have. I feel like we Did both I? mentioned it when we were talking to whiskey and whitetail guys, but maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. Well, well I shot a deer. You shot a deer? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I shot two deer this season. I only recovered one. I was bummed about the one. It was an awesome hunt. I learned a lot from it, but um, that's an area that I'm just, I have to be careful with because it, it yeah. just gets so nasty. And I was in there by myself and it's not an area that I don't, I don't think I can bring a dog in there. It's so gnarly. Didn't sound I think the like tracker it. would just hate me if I brought <laughs> one in there. So that's something that I'll have to look into in the future. Even though I shot that deer good, it just, she just disappeared. It's, it's literally, you've heard us talk about the nasty swamp a thousand times. Mm-hmm. This is a totally different swamp. And it's nastier. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's not hard to believe, like, when the way you described it compared to even the nasty shit that we hunt in the other swamp. Yeah. Where, you know, a couple of years back, I hit one and never found blood on the animal. Like, just all the puddling water and there's really nothing for them, you know, areas. There's nothing for them to rub up against. It's all just, like, swamp grass and yep. clusters and tons of water and everything's wet. And it, it just, it's it was an unfortunate yeah thing that happens yeah and it does happen i learned a lot from it i'm not i'm not i'm bummed about it but it, it just it's part of hunting it's part of bow yeah. hunting but yeah i was walking in waist deep water i was absolutely soaked yeah but it was gnarly well i'll talk about it at some point but i killed a deer in uh in gun season shot a nice doe and uh, i got some meat in the freezer so i'm stoked about that yes sir yeah. yeah we both got one in gun season yeah it's pretty sweet yeah pretty sweet more meat in there which i'll tell you what i ate the back strap out of one of them the first i think it was i saw you cutting with a fork oh, the other dude. night i was like wow that's tender boy oh boy was <laughs> she nice it was really good that's awesome dude. yeah that I've is been, awesome i've been cooking them all up on the uh, the old blackstone Ooh, nothing wrong with that dude no it's, it's easy when it's this cold like i don't have to go out and uncover my grill and fire it up i pull that blackstone in breezeway dude i cook it right there dude <laughs> Right there in the breezeway, and it's awesome. That's so awesome, <laughs> man! I love that. Yeah, I'm telling you, next year we're gonna sh- we're gonna smoke like a whole back ham or something like that. We'll yeah. we'll do something like that. I smoked a big ass uh, prime rib for Christmas. Turned out good. Turned out awesome, dude. Yeah. See, I'm not. I haven't been into the smoking game. Much. It built my confidence big yeah. time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know the uh, the R tube hitting it hard with like their pit boss and stuff over the last couple of weeks and it's made me jealous like i i want to be able to do something come like over and that. use mine i don't care i just want to be able to do something i've never done that like, <laughs> yeah. i've never cooked in that style before it's so awesome man i love it i cook everything on. i make wings like once oh, a week dude. on those things dude. that's got to be so good they're so good they just they're on they're unbelievable man brooke literally like begs me to make wings <laughs> that makes me feel good too <laughs> sounds like i need to buy some wings and we're gonna have a party maybe i'll bring the white tail adrenaline dvds that sounds okay. If you, I might you, watch it. You cook the wings. <laughs> I'll bring the DVD. We'll I have like us it. a good old time. I like it. You still got that theater in your basement? 
No, but I can set it back we up. Can I can set it up out here. Oh, this would be good. I could bring a projector and put it right here and set up a couch out here or something. Heck yeah. Good. Casting couch. Wait, what? what? <laughs> Casting <laughs> of, of white tail adrenaline. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and I think on that note, we ought to call this one quits. <laughs> the old foresters talking nonsense. I like it, buddy. I like it. Until next week. The distraction is real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs>